Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope all is well in your world. If you listen to this program on a regular basis, one of the things I've communicated to you, certainly in recent years, is the reality that our freedoms are under assault, not just from our government, but by big business. This is happening with our foundational constitutional freedoms. And we've seen this in a couple of major areas. One of them is with guns, the Second Amendment, the other with the First Amendment. And this is very convoluted. You know how this works. We're at a point now where government does not have to circumvent our rights directly. They don't. But what they can do is make very important strategic partnerships with big businesses, like big tech, for instance, and big banks, for instance, and get them to do their bidding. And you get the same result without the government having its fingerprints on anything. I've reflected a lot about this in the past few days, about one of the sad ironies of what's happening with our country. We, unfortunately, have companies that are willing to destroy the goose that laid the golden egg. Because they fail to see the big picture. Either they fail to see the big picture, or their intentions are to fully embrace the progressive agenda and destroy our constitutional foundations. Now, the answers to this particular question, they will be different based on what company it is. Let me give you a fresh example. Breitbart's reporting, beginning next month, Discover will become the first credit card issuer to track gun purchases made by their cardholders. 
It was back in September. Breitbart News noted Visa caved to pressure from gun control groups and New York Democrats, agreeing to flag gun and ammo purchases via a new sales categorization. The Associated Press observed that MasterCard and other major credit cards also agreed to flag gun sales. March 2nd, 2023. Mark this date down. The Independent Journal Review reported Discover will be among the first credit card companies to track gun sales. The company will begin doing so in April. Anyone using a Discover card to make a purchase in a gun store will have that purchase tracked beginning in April. What is the scope of this? We have over 55 million Discover cards in usage. So a lot of information on gun purchases can be gathered just through that one company. Think about it. We're a country, what, 350 million? 55 million Discover cards in usage. Reuters pointed out Discover Financial Services was ahead of Visa and MasterCard in February 2023, noting Discover would allow its network to track purchases at gun retailers come April, making it the first among its peers to publicly give a date for moving ahead with the initiative, which is aimed at helping authorities probe gun-related crimes. Discover told Reuters, we remain focused on continuing to protect and support lawful purchases on our network while protecting the privacy of cardholders. By the way, this is not an American thing. And I'm sure this is not going to shock you. <laughs> the code for tracking gun purchases was approved by, wait for it, the International Organization for Standardization, which is the ISO, this was approved back in September. And an ISO representative indicated the decision to use the new merchant category code is eventually left up to the users in the industry. So again, this is not so much an American thing. This is international. Now, I know there are some who might think, you know, what's the big deal? They might raise this question. What is the big deal? Who cares? This is just a step. Once you start tracking, this opens the door for abuse. This is not complicated at all. But I thought you should be aware of this change <laughs> on the text line. This texture says, Vince, screw the credit cards, screw the company, just pay cash for guns and ammo. There will be a lot more of that. If you want your business to be your business and nobody else's, that's what's going to have to happen. But as you know, that's the other angle of this. The goal is also to get rid of cash so they can track everything. That's 
the goal for control. So you, you don't track simply to track for tracking purposes. Now, they can tell you there's a law enforcement or security or safety or terrorism or whatever angle. They can tell you that all day. And I don't doubt that there is some legitimate argument there. But I guarantee it won't be the only thing it's used for. This texter saying this is the day Discover went bankrupt. I wouldn't bet on it. What we've seen, whether it's the mask mandates or so many other things, most people tend to comply. Most people are very passive, and they will let people continue to do whatever. There might be some complaining, but after a while, people will settle in and realize this is the new reality, just like we've done with the Patriot Act and plenty of other things government has done. Love to get your thoughts on this and much more. Yesterday, you heard the emotional testimony of Rebecca Kiesling. You know the one who lost two of her sons to fentanyl? Wait until you hear your president talking about this. This man is a reprobate. I don't mind saying it. He is a reprobate and he is mentally not in a position to be president of the United States. We'll talk about this much more as we continue our Thursday broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. like to join the conversation the gs plumbing talk line 800-928-1110 800-928-1110 common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 so i've talked about the assault that we are receiving in this country right now from the illicit relationship between big government and big business i cannot help but to remember the message 
that I shared with you, and maybe I'll play this again soon. Do you remember Nigel Farage speaking at CPAC several years ago? I think it was around 2015 or so, or 16. And he was talking about the Uniparty in the United Kingdom and how it doesn't matter whether it's the Tory party, the Liberal Party. He said, you know, it's, it's a uniparty. They're doing the same things. It's an illicit relationship between big government and big business. He hit it right on the head because the same thing's happening here in this country. This is why you can have a change of administrations and you have pretty much nothing changes. At the start of this broadcast, I was telling you how, yet again, we have big business beginning to get its nose under the tent on the Second Amendment. For years, we've seen and we've shared stories with you about some of these credit card companies basically distancing themselves away from gun dealers and things of this nature happening. See, again, you don't have to ban guns. All you have to do is create a corporate atmosphere where nobody will fund these folks. And then big government gets its way. (laughs) Over on the text line, looks like there's going to be a lot of prepaid Visa card purchases. (laughs) Vince, I don't recall an election for international standards. Isn't this interesting? And of course there's not an election for international standards. Because these folks, these elitists, and I don't mind calling them that, they make their plans on how they're going to further corral you and corral me. That's how this works. Also on this overall woke theme, this texture says, my wife and I were discussing Disney this morning. Frozen 3, expected out in the near future. Apparently the main character, Elsa, will be portrayed as a lesbian. I have no issue with lesbians. However, I do not want this constant LGBTQ agenda pushed down my children's throats. So they will not be watching Frozen 3, which is a sad, sad state of affairs. I feel you on this. You know, the more I look at this, and I I think I said this on a recent program here, the ostensibly what a lot of these adults are telling you is, well, there are young people who may be wrestling with these issues, and we need to affirm them as young as possible. Heck, if they're going to try to affirm people into having their bodies mutilated as children, they're certainly not going to think anything about mutilating their minds at an early age, and getting to them with messages related to sexuality as children. I want you to understand this is not about them. It's not about children. This is about the adults. The adults wanting to create the kind of world that affirms their behavior. I've said this before. This is a form of extortion, relational extortion. So the goal here is to extort an identity out of you. I don't mind saying this again and again and again. No matter what you are, whether it's racial, cultural, sexual, 
You need to be able to stand on the merits of who you are, the content of your character. That's what matters to me. You should not need my affirmation. Now, I will absolutely affirm you as a human being and engage you and love you as a human being. But I have no obligation to affirm your identity. That is something entirely different. And if you're not secure in that, and you have to force other people to embrace your identity, whatever that is, that's your problem, not mine. And I'm convinced that's what adults are doing. They're looking for affirmation, even to the point of trying to get it out of children, which is why I find this whole drag, sh drag show reading um, at libraries stuff so egregious. Please tell me, explain to me in what universe does it make sense to expose children to that. It's not for them. It's for you. There's something really screwed up about this. It's just, that's for the adults. It's not for the children. You cannot make a legitimate case to me as to why a child should be exposed to a man dressed up and acting like a woman or vice versa. Kind of probably preaching to the choir for the most part here. On the discover issue, Disappearance of cash, not only is it the goal, but it's inevitable. Why would our evil government give up the single best way to control every aspect of the citizens' lives? Yeah. Take Discover to ATM, withdraw cash, go buy gun. Yeah, that's going to happen a lot. Vince, I'm glad I've already got my guns. I guess I'll have to pay cash for my ammo. This person just puts, very emphatically, violation of privacy. If you pay cash for guns and ammo, remember to not use any loyalty rewards cards to get discounts. That card number traces back to the buyer as well. Vince, are you saying big tech companies and credit card companies become the proxies of big government? Shocking. <laughs> Folks, get your cash, purchase your guns and ammunition while you still can. Do it before Big Brother gets a stronghold. I believe you know what GNA stands for. Yes, guns and ammo. We get it. Vince, love your show. I've been a happy Discover card user for many years. I'll wait for the NRA's take on Discover's plans to track guns and ammo purchases. If NRA recommends boycotting, I'll quickly cancel my card. I recently canceled my AT&T Universal card because of the AT&T DirecTV cancellation of Newsmax. Go woke, go broke. We are powerful when we vote with our dollars. Thanks for the info, and keep up the good work. Younger generations, below 40, busy living, not in tune to what's happening. Also, the educational system has brainwashed people, the younger people, to accept it. Exactly as planned by the deep state, of course. Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. And some of you are eager to talk about this. We will get to your phone calls coming up after this break. Still to come, despicable comments from your president about a woman who is grieving the loss of her sons that much more as we continue stay with us
And let's go out to a call here in the Queen City of Charlotte. And Jim, good morning, Jim. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Vince. Yeah, Farage, I can tell you why he said uniparty. I've made the same comment on your program previously. If you look at the federal budget and just about every state in the country's budget, 70-80% of their budgets, their annual budgets, are made up of basically three programs. Social Security Retirement, Public Education, and Health Care, Medicare, Medicaid. And until, and that's true in this country now, we're up to 70 to 80%. It could be even higher than that in many states. You throw in all the public universities. Until that changes, Vince, we have nothing but uniparty here. You know, Biden tried to hit Republicans this past election cycle about doing away with Social Security, privatizing it, and all that. And the Republicans immediately came back and countered it. No, we're not going to touch your Social Security. Well, Vince, I'm, I've been six years into seven years into Social Security now. I got a I got a nine percent raise with my January check. Nine percent, okay, eight point seven exactly. Nine percent, Vince. You think anybody out there, your granny, your grand, your aunt, your older aunt, is going to say no to that? No, <laughs> they're not going to. Because the the the, the, mice, the mice are being fed again. They're not going <laughs> to say no until the currency's destroyed and the country's destroyed. Then maybe yeah. they'll say no. So, but getting back to this thing about tracking and the banks, Vince. Uh, one of the things I really dislike when I pull up, you know, your portal on your your computer, and I prefer a laptop or desktop, not these little rinky-dink phones we looked at all day. You'll notice in the ads, Vince, that you'll see different uh, races presented in the marital scene. The couple sitting on their sofa looking at their statements, sipping coffee, you know, such a you know pleasant utopian life. But invariably, their skin tones have changed, their hair colors have changed, and you can tell what they're doing. They're trying to add their approval of interracial this and interracial that. I'm not against any human being doing whatever they want with another human being, irregardless of their race. But I don't want to have to be forced to look at it every time I want to access my bank account. Why should I be forced to look at that? And and lately, and lately, Vince, to take it another step, they're even showing what obviously is a gay scene, a gay individual or a gay couple doing their little business in their banking scene when you open the portal to get ready to go into your checking account. I know what they're, the message they're trying to send, but I'm not I'm not necessarily I want sure I want to see it every time I go there. I understand where you're coming from, and you know. I uh, recognize your sensibilities and your tastes and that sort of thing, and I and I, um, I think you understand what all of this is about, and it has to be understood in this context. For businesses, this is about one color, and you know what it is, don't you? Green. Money, yes, M-O-N-E-Y. Yes, yes, yes and, and a uniparty going forward. And, it's, and- it's power and money. I heard the comment made recently, Vince, that we don't make, we don't build anything in America anymore. I disagree with that. We're building all the homogenization in our society that we can build right now. That's what we're building. 
and and I'm I'm sorry. I'm seventy, almost. I'm approaching seventy-seven years old. I'm not sure I want to be in this America anymore. That's all well, I got to say today, Ben. I think a lot of people have that same concern, Jim, and what we are observing. Let's go out to a call from Stan in Fort Mill. Good morning, Stan. Hi, Vince. How are you doing? All right, sir. Well, when he brought up Social Security a minute ago, I have had conversations with several senior citizen friends and this immediate family members lately. And they look at if as if they're owed Social Security because it's their own money. They don't see themselves as what they really are as created wards of the state. And here's, here's what I mean by that. <clears throat> it is not your money. They took your money and gave it to someone else when you paid it in. Mm-hmm. Now they are giving you the money they collect. So if you're on Social Security, here's your situation. You pay not 7.65%, but 15.3% of your income, your whole working life from the time you start at 16 to 18 years old. And then all you get is a government promise that when you get there, 65, 70 years from now, that they will go and collect it from those currently working. And if they ruin that economy with high taxes, that will be impossible. So does everybody want to pay that much of their working life into a government promise? In the free market, that would never fly. Yep, you're exactly right. And what's happened is you've got all these people locked in. And and you tell me what you think about this, whether I'm on the right track with this or not. I would love for us to make a, a date certain here and say, okay, here we are. Let's say 2024, Social Security is done. And and please understand, that's not the end of what I'm saying here. Let's fund, because the money's gone anyway, right? Right. Let's continue to fund everybody who's in the system. But from right. now forward, this will be yours, the way it was supposed to be in the first place. It's yeah. your account, and you can transfer it to a relative or anybody else you want. It's your account, and we cannot touch it. That's the way this needs to be. You know, we need to... to... If if we don't do that, the date will come on its own. Oh, I'm with you. I am fully with you. And as you've described here, appreciate your call, Stan. Nobody wants to talk about this, the dirty secret that... uh, and, you know, what they're doing is kicking the can down the road because when this thing blows up, they won't be around to worry about it. So they're going to demagogue and demagogue and demagogue and demagogue. And, you know, this next generation is going to have to resolve this thing. I'm especially concerned when we have a culture of life that has been undermined. And, I mean, I've been listening. Do you, how do you do you find yourself on social media? watching some of these items that are uh that are put up ben shapiro that guy's just brilliant and some of these conversations i've seen he's at on college campuses of these kids who are saying well you know that's really not a life in the womb you know a life you know requires you know the ability to reason and all these other things and i'm you know and ben's response is well how about an older person who loses their ability to reason and engage in consciousness and all, you know, can we just kill them? I'm serious. I think we're getting to the point where we're going to have a lot of, you know, especially selfish people, self-centered people. Um, I think we are getting to the point where 
we're just going to let people die if we allow this culture of death to take over. And I think there will be people who, who will sell the financial benefits of that, like not having to pay for somebody's Social Security and Medicare. Just saying. Stay with us. We've kind of swerved into an interesting conversation this morning about Social Security and big government. And because of my generosity, I'll let Robert weigh in on this issue as well. Good morning from Charlotte. Robert. Good morning, Vince. I appreciate you taking my phone call. I'm a little bit confused about that uh, one gentleman that was calling in saying that the folks on uh, Social Security now or not owed that money. Um, and the reason I'm confused is is because, uh, yes, we did pay into the system. Now, Social Security, mathematically, I understand the mathematics on all of this. It's almost like a Ponzi scheme. Uh, well, there's no almost to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a legalized Ponzi scheme. Right. Know, and all that. Um, but And I get all that. But uh, it's too much of a political football, though, uh, what Social Security is. So I don't see them doing away with it. But uh, – uh, you know, I'll state the obvious, though, uh, to get on to another subject. Uh, our, our country in our world is a complete mess, and I pray for these young kids uh, that are coming up uh, now. Um, it's just uh, – it's, it, and I do see um, – back to the whole banking thing, uh, I see – and I totally agree with you. I think the goal here is to go to a, a, a monetary system where there is no cash at all in our society where they can track every movement that we make um, through credit card purchases and things of that nature. And uh, um, it's it's a mess. And, Vince, I always uh, enjoy listening to your show, and I appreciate uh, your viewpoints on all this stuff. You have a wonderful day. Hey, you as well, Robert. I so appreciate your call. Really appreciate that. And you know what? what is, what is really intriguing about this? Again, I think this is another one of those issues where – there are so many people out there who I would say would be in agreement about you, you could forget about government. If you could just for maybe for a week, find 535 random people to come together and talk about these issues and you're tasked with, okay, this is, this is your task. You've got to find a solution to the social security issue. I'm betting those 535 people would come up with something. I'm betting they would. And it would sound a lot like the conversations we've been having this morning. I'm convinced of it. But the politicians, what is the incentive to touch it? Because you're going to be demonized if you want to provide a real solution. That's the reality. I want to uh, update you on a developing news story this morning. As you know, we've been following periodically what is going on in the sprawling metropolis of Walterboro, South Carolina, the site of the Alex 
Murdoch trial that is in its final stages. The defense is now presenting its closing arguments. I thought it might be interesting just to listen in on some of their presentation. And they're basically trying to make the case now that Alex was not lying to cover up the murders. He was lying, but not to cover up murders. Uh, let's listen in for a bit and hear what's going on with the defense case. It's going to be continued previously. Did he go murder anybody, you know, to get out from under those prior hearings? No. This had nothing to do with it. And, you know, so they, they brought the plaintiff's lawyer in. He was, he's an excellent lawyer, and he's, you know, like any plaintiff's lawyer. I'm going to clean his clock. I'm going to take everything he's got. That's what they all say. So then we had to bring the defense lawyer in to say, that was a negligent parenting case, and it wasn't worth the papers written on. I mean, folks, that's what, that's what we are in a murder case, and that's what we're having to deal with, because that is their theory of motive. But even if, it's, even if the financial day of reckoning was impending, if it was right there, Alec would not have killed the people he loved the most in the world. There's no evidence that he would do that. We do have evidence of what he would do and did do. And if you'll pull up Defense Exhibit 125, which is in evidence. On September... Second, third, fourth, I forget the date. This is the Labor Day weekend. He gets his drug dealer, Curtis Eddie Smith, to shoot him in the head. So he couldn't go on. Because it was all going to come crashing down. And he had a big life insurance policy. So when Alex is at financial collapse, he doesn't go kill somebody else. He tries to end it himself. This is a natural response. You don't want anybody to do it. But this... Again, this is the uh, from being closing killed. arguments being presented now by Murdoch's, his uh, legal team, as we near the end of the Alex Murdoch murder trial, accused of killing his wife and son. We'll continue to follow this story much more. Hour number two is straight ahead, right here. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 